Welcome back to Maple Syrup Blood Money. As always, I am your super handsome host, Kyle Cardi. And joining me, also as always, is the midge to my moose, Noah Carden. I meant to say that I was midge, but eh, what are I you going to do? I'll, I'll take it. I mean, I've, I've been reading a lot of, um, I know we talk about it a lot, but I read a, like all of the existing stuff for Afterlife with Archie, uh, yeah. like yesterday. And midge's character design in that is just... Just the cutest. Absolutely love her hair. Nice. Um, so, <clears throat> welcome to episode six. We are here to talk about, what's the name of this episode, Noah? This is chapter six, Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill. Oh, yes, of course. Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill. Our first Josie-centric Mo- episode? Mostly. Mostly. Yeah, it, our first Josie anything episode, where okay. Josie isn't just a complete butt. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we actually get to learn a little bit more about Josie and the Pussycats. Yeah, and I, I think it's a very, very uh, sound episode. Um, it's it's not the best episode they've done, but it's certainly not episode three. Yeah, yeah. What, that's, what was that one? Episode three definitely seems to be the, the low point. I have... I have I, we, I've only seen up to episode seven. Um, we're going to be recording episode eight tomorrow. But mm-hmm. as of this recording... There has not been a worse episode than episode three. Yeah. The Sticky Maple. Oh, my God. (laughs) Everything about that episode is just a train wreck. So, not a train wreck, however, is is this episode, which I believe opens up with a Jug Hedalog. As always, we we get the Jug Hedalog. So, over some... Yes. So, so over some uh, footage of a young Betty and Polly... um, Jughead starts talking about fear, how it's the most basic human emotion. Um, his kids were scared of everything, and that uh, we hope that in the morning it'll scare away all the monsters, but in reality, it never really does. Wait. Yeah, and almost on cue, when Jughead says, I think he says, I, I, I think I actually wrote the direct quote, he says, monsters never go away, as if summoned. Worst mom walks into the room of Betty Cooper. It's like, oh, cool, good, good editing job. Whoever was responsible for editing that segment, good job. You made the right choice. Yes. Um, so uh, Betty has apparently invited Jughead over for breakfast, where and uh, we're caught in between a kind of snippy f- fight between Alice and Betty as Jughead just kind of sits there and eats his breakfast. Yeah, um, it's a deliciously uncomfortable affair that sort of seems like the ultimate goal of it is uh, when Jughead needs to use the lavatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's her face? Uh, Alice Cooper, terrible mom, decides to escort him there herself, which basically gives Betty the long-needed chance to rummage through her checkbook, which, one, who the... Who still uses a checkbook? And... Um, and Moms. Yeah. Moms. Yeah. I, my mom doesn't. My parents my still do. Really? God, they'll, they'll, so they'll use it to, to balance their checkbook. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I, as a former banker, I know how to balance a checkbook, but gosh darn, I do not, I cannot believe someone still uses it. Anyway, she takes pictures of her checkbook uh, while Juggy is distracting her mother. Which, and um, quick, quick, like, you know, uh, yeah. trade craft for Betty. Turn the, the, the camera shutter sound off on your phone. Oh, oh my God. It's between her inability to comprehend technology and Veronica's mantle of plus five stealth. <laughs> like, these two are bad at what they do. They're real bad at it. Plus, Betty steals guns, apparently. And leaves it in her sock drawer for mom to find. We, we and then writes about her... Yeah, she, like, writes about all of her illicit events in her fucking diary. Like, they're bad at their thing. <laughs> they're not good spies. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, Betty, Betty finds some information on Polly's location. Um... And then we cut over to to Archie, who is going through one of his old like toy chests. Toy or boxes. Something. Yeah, yeah, it's a hundred percent a toy box. Um, and he pulls out like a a warwolf mask, uh, which yeah. in our head canon of like fantasy 
afterlife with Archie styled shenanigans, I guess is indication that Archie is a werewolf. But what the like this wolf mask features pretty prominently in this episode. Yeah, what the yeah, fuck is up with this wolf mask? I don't know. So we find out in the next scene when when Archie goes to um, to try out for the the town talent show uh, variety show. Yeah, it's a talent yeah. show variety show, whatever you want to call it. Is there a difference? Um, I I don't know. I don't think so. They they call it a variety show. Mm-hmm. And that just springs to mind, like, all the set weird 70s, like, game show kind of things where, like, the gong show and stuff. Absolutely. But, but yeah, it's basically like a talent show, and Archie is going to try out, but um, we very quickly learn that he uh, he gets stage fright very easily. And, oh, yeah, like at the drop of a hat. Yeah. Or at the drop of a wolf mask, I drop guess. Of a, drop of a wolf mask, because he starts to hallucinate that the jocks who are teasing him suddenly have the werewolf mask on but like they're not moving and they're just staring at him very ominously yeah. it's it's a very weird scene it's super strange because it's not like they become werewolves they're still obviously jocks wearing werewolf masks and yeah, that's no, what freaks they're... them out yeah it's very clearly a mask like did someone beat Archie up while wearing this mask? Or, like, do the football boys wear these masks while they beat people up? Like, what? what's our angle here, y'all? Yes. Um, but uh, we learned that Kevin is hosting. He's basically your, the, the MC for the, the, the variety show. Um, and then uh, Archie just kind of freaks out, gets stage fright, and, like, runs out the door to kind of everybody's shock. Um, yeah, he does not, he does not do particularly well. Um, I think he's wearing, like, the same shirt, like, the entire episode, too. It's, like, that really tight button-up with the tie. Um, oh, did he? I did not notice that. There, I did notice a lot of other costuming tidbits this episode and next episode that I, oh, I actually took oh, yeah. a lot of notes about. But, um, yeah, so he bails. Yeah. Because uh, he's got stage fright. Uh, Valor oh. follows him, uh, and she basically Val. just... Val. Val's great. She reassures him that, you know, hey... Um, you don't get nervous doing football because it's football and, like, there's a big kind of team effort, but singing is a lot more personal, so that opens it you up a lot more. It makes you vulnerable. Yeah. yeah, it's it's very it's a very sweet thing that Val does for her blockhead crush. Yes. Um, and said blockhead uh, decides, hey, you know, it'd be a lot easier if I had somebody out there with me. Valerie, will you back me up? But uh, Josie... The iron-fisted leader of yeah, the Pussycats. The totalitarian boss. Uh, the, the the Stalin of the Pussycats. Oh my god. Oh my god. Maybe that's a bridge too far. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, um, Valerie basically says, yeah, I can't do that because I'm in the Pussycats. And uh, when you're in the Pussycats, Josie is very strict about you only being in the Pussycats. Yes. I think... Yeah, I think that there is some sort of uh, train with a jet engine strapped on it driving past my house now. Okay, okay. Um, I didn't I know you lived happens... at an air show. Well, I live, I mean, not near, yeah, I swear to God, there's this dude in my parking lot who, <laughs> I, he's fucking, can you hear him? No, he, I can't hear it. He, okay, well, my other microphone might pick it up, but this motherfucker has the loudest goddamn, like, needle dick muscle car I've ever seen, and I might have talked about him on the show before, but he gets in it at, like, five in the morning and revs his engine for, like, 30 minutes before, like, doing a fucking sick burnout in our parking lot and leaving to go to, like, the so, car race track. I fucking hate this guy. He Sometimes he'll, like, go into his apartment and he'll leave his car idling for, like... 30 minutes. So, so, Kyle, what is it like living next to Dominic Toretto and the rest of the Fast and Furious gang? <laughs> he is bald. <laughs> Holy shit, I do live next to Vin Diesel. I, you know, I've never seen a Fast and the Furious movie. Neither have I. I just know that because of, like, osmosis and how that movie series goes from them being street racing and stealing tube televisions to them being super spies and being chased by a nuclear submarine in the Arctic Circle. They're super spies? Basically, they're, like, hired by, like, the government to Holy do, shit. like... Oh, my... It gets fucking nuts. Okay, okay, um, clearly we're gonna have to, like... 
hang out and watch the Fast and the Furious movies because if I saw a commercial <laughs> so for another it, podcast. Oh, a hundred percent. The the <laughs> fucking Fast and the Furious clever title forthcoming podcast. Oh my fucking god. Anyway, okay, we can talk. So, okay, he's gone. He has left the parking lot, which means he's I have off on his next mission. I have maybe an hour before he burns out back into my goddamn life and leaves his car running for thirty minutes. So. I, I cannot stand this man. Okay, so. <laughs> That all said, um, yes, Valerie can't help Archie because of Josie. Uh, we then move to uh, Betty and Jughead are investigating uh, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, which is a home for uh, troubled youths that Holly is being uh, kept at. Um, Holly? You mean Polly? Polly. You said Holly. I, I meant Polly. Oh, well. You I, know what I mean. I, I didn't mean to call you out. I'm sorry I'm coming at you so hard like that. Oh, it's just... Um, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy is a place that I have very conflicted feelings about. Like, it's super <laughs> creepy, and it's got, like, a real Teen Wolf kind of vibe. Uh, if you've ever watched Teen Wolf, they go to a I, psychiatric I home. I like, the, the first half of the first season of Teen Wolf. Oh, so you didn't even watch the good season. Season two is no, really no, good. No, um, <clears throat> But, um... <laughs> That'll be our third podcast. Hell yes. Uh, so it reminds me of that, but it also reminds me of... Tell me you've seen Arrested Development, right? Yes. Like, just the name, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy, reminds me of that Arrested Development boys' school that they try to send George Michael to, where it's like... Oh, God. We believe that children should neither be seen nor heard. <laughs> it's, it's like, See, you, you can always tell a Milford man. I feel like the Sisters of Quiet Mercy is the female equivalent of a Milford man. Sisters of Quiet Mercy sounds like a a goth like metal album. Oh, dude, for sure, it sounds like it. Okay, so that means in the fantasy universe, the Sisters of Quiet Mercy are like this really devout cult of uh, mute, uh, like flail wielding battle nuns that just okay. seek to yeah, no, kill I'm, Polly. I'm down for that. Okay, so they're they're in the canon now. We've written it. In. <laughs> God, we're going to just come up with a Riverdale supplement for 5e. Oh, dude, we're going to do that. We're going to release it. It's going to be great. 100%. Catch us at Gen Con. TM, TM, TM. Catch it at Gen Con. We will be handing out flyers. <laughs> so, uh, Betty and Jughead discuss going to see Polly at lunch with the gang. Um, Archie offers to help, but Betty and Jughead are like, Archie, you're kind of a blockhead. We don't need you on this. Yeah, dog, you're um, a dip. We don't want you here. Yeah. Um, Veronica then arrives, uh, announcing that, uh, announcing Veronica ex machina, um, saying that she's, uh, basically convinced Kevin to allow R2 to perform, uh, much to his chagrin. Kevin's face in this whole scene is so good. Like... He's so salty. He doesn't get to do much again this episode, but man... Uh he doesn't get to do a whole lot, but he still has some great lines. Exactly. So, especially once he's he's hosting. He always has good... He's always good at selling what he's given. That's what I really yes. appreciate about him. Exactly. Um, Archie's unsure if he's ready, but then Aunt Veronica offers to help as backup. Um, she says, be the J to my bay, and I die a little bit on the inside. Now, I assume that means Jay-Z and Beyonce? Yes. Yeah, like, I'm not... I'm not one of those people who's like, I don't, I believe that all modern music is fucking drivel. Like, I'm not that crotchety old person or hipster young person, but like, I, I don't know. I feel like, it, I feel like specifically I enjoy other artists better than them. It just felt kind of hand-fisted as a line. hundred percent. A hundred percent. Is Beyonce where we got Bay from? Like, is that the etymology of it? No, well... It depends. Like, like the if you're my bay, if yeah. you're my bay, that's B A E, and that's yeah. before anyone else. No, is that for real? That is what I've been told. I've been told by two separate people that that's what that means. Because around here, we've sort of, in like all three of my circles around here, we've always sort of assumed that it was a derivative of like a baby. See, that too, or like boo? Yeah, yeah. Well, but like. I think it might be kind of a com combination of those. Yeah, it's, um, it's a composite of all three. Of Beyonce uh, and Jay-Z and Babies. Uh, check out our fourth podcast. forthcoming podcast where we the dissect uh, Obscure modern slime. vernacular. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't Jay-Z and Beyonce have a baby named, like, Blue Velvet or something? 
Uh, yes. I think they have two kids. Get the fuck out of here. No, wait. Beyonce is pregnant with twins. Aren't they in the Illuminati? Uh, I'm sure. Yeah, you know. Okay, because I I vaguely remember that. Oh, my God. We are... <laughs> we are all we're, over we're the deep fucking in the weeds place. Here. So okay, um, back to Riverdale. Uh, back to Riverdale. Josie is more controlling than usual at the Pussycats practice. Um, uh, so Josie and Val get into a fight, and Val quits. Um, there's some weird cuts in the scene where it seems like it goes like suddenly way too fast because like Josie's like get the hell out, and then Val's like all right, I will, and she leaves, and then. It immediately cuts to Josie looking all sad. Yeah, it's kind of breakneck. Yeah. Would be an easy way to describe how I felt about this pacing. Uh, let's see. Uh, we see uh, Hermione uh, doing the bookkeeping for Andrew's construction. Oh, yeah, it's her uh, first day on the job, they say. First, first day. Uh, apparently, Andrew's construction only has enough payroll for about three more weeks, uh, and Fred is really hesitant to try and fire anybody, hoping that the bid on the drive-in development will go to him, uh, putting him back to the black. Uh, uh, for those of you unaware, uh, in business, there is the black, which is positive, like you're doing well, and then there's the yes. red, which is you're losing money. I know this because I've been working a lot on a very financial project with with yes. our mutual friend, Caleb. <laughs> Yes, yes, you have. Um, it comes from the the types of ink that you use when you're doing bookkeeping. Yep, but which uh, it's interesting. But um, so it's her first day on the job. She says that they're not making a lot of money, and then, like super duper quickly, like crazy quickly, they start they start like she touches his chest. Yeah, in, and like, she just yeah, and it's not even in a particularly sexual way, and then they just straight up start smooching. Yeah, like she puts his hand on on her chest or his her hand on his chest. There you go. The, the, it goes the other way in, in a second, Ooh. and just like it lingers there for like a little too long, and it's like that's the go signal. Yeah, like both of these people were just ready to just like get deep inside of one another. It took and, no no effort to try. And we learned that apparently Fred and Hermione don't know what shades are. Yeah, because when they start they start making out. <laughs> They're like dead center, like perfectly framed in the window. In the only window see. in the building. Yes. <laughs> and Veronica is like on her way to visit her mom on her first day. Give her and a just flower. Like spotlighted is the 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 smooching the, the makeout session. Yeah. And like all of your employees are there. Okay, Fred. Fred, I'm gonna level with you real quick, dog. <clears throat> you were super worried about having the wife of Hiram Lodge. Do your books. And I understand that. Like, a week ago, you were very worried. That's a very fair concern. Yeah. Yeah. She's been on the job for, like, five hours if Veronica is coming from school. Right? She's been on the job for five hours. You were worried about what people will say about her doing your your financing, your accounting, and then you just start making out with her immediately while every single one of your employees can see you like dog clearly you weren't that worried <laughs> he was he was he was very stressed oh my god he needed god. to get that out some way yeah, it's a apparently that was on his desk oh my god it's so dumb. well obviously veronica is clearly uh, upset with what happens yes. and she sort of storms off without confronting them yeah uh Fred then moves to uh, telling Archie uh, later the day that he got tickets uh, for the entire construction crew to come to the variety show and that uh, he's going to bring Hermione along. Um, Archie said he's glad. Everything's fine. He's super supportive of his dad's um, kind of affair because none of them are technically divorced. Yeah. They're only separated Separated. and even then Hermione's not really separated insofar as her husband is just in prison yes um uh, Josie is then explaining to her mother Mayor McCoy that uh Val left um and that because she left they the pussycats are kind of left without a songwriter um Mayor McCoy then suggests uh replacing her and then mentions that Josie's uh father is coming into town uh, to see her play, despite him not being into pop music. Um, we we learned that uh, 
her father, Miles, spelled with a Y. How the fuck do you know I that? Learned. Did you look at the IMDb? Uh, when you watch it on Amazon, if you move the mouse around so it brings up like the little overlay, it'll list the characters. Oh, that's fancy. And like their actor and their character okay. name. Okay, so. well that's kind of neat. If you do it with like regular movies, you get like little pop-up video facts. Um, yeah, so in great. this scene, Mayor McCoy is not earning any uh, GMP. Uh, she loses a couple GMP based on my metric. Just she seems very overbearing. Uh, and mm-hmm. and not just not super great. And for those of you who have forgotten, which I'm sure Noah has, uh, GMP stands for Good Mom Points. No, I remembered. <laughs> I was gonna say you should probably tell our our, our lovely listeners just in case they yeah. forgot. GMP is my new metric for Good Mom Points. Uh, the more points you have in the GMP, the better a mom you are. Currently, yes. there is only one mom with a positive score of uh, GMP, and that is Hermione. Uh, Mayor McCoy is maybe at like a negative one right now, uh, just because she's yeah. doing a lot of illegal things and um, is a little overbearing for my liking. But what are you gonna do? Uh, and uh, and at the end of the season, they can turn in those GMP for a lovely yeah, key cha- uh, yeah. prize from our yeah. Our Based on team. the amount of uh, GMP, I will send the actresses a keychain or a button, <laughs> or a sticker. Uh, very high quality prizes here at the GMP exchange booth. Um, Mayor McCoy then suggests finding another skinny, beautiful, and preferably, preferably. Uh, woman of color. Yep. Um, Gotta remember the to... brand. Yeah. Like, I I kind of, like, she's being really controlling, but at the same time, she's trying to make a career for her daughter. So it's yeah. like, I, I, eh, this is not I great. get it. That's exactly where I'm at. Like, she doesn't lose that many points this scene. She loses more points from previous scenes where she's, like, accepting bribes. Like, that's that's yes. why she's in the negatives. This scene's, at worst, okay. like, a minus two. You know what I mean? Okay. Also, for the record, yeah. everyone starts off with ten good mom points. Um, and it just goes down so, from there. So how far in the hole is oh, Alice? Oh, shit. I have a note of her. Um, I actually have been keeping track. You think this is a goof, but I am. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet, and I, oh I keep God. track in my scene notes of like how many points you earn or how many points you lose, and I have her number in a later scene. I will give you exactly how many she has. Okay. <laughs> um, at the, the Lodge household, Veronica confronts Hermione about Fred uh, and the possibility of uh, Hermione leaving Hiram once he's out mm-hmm, of jail. Mm-hmm. Um, Hermione's not really sure what's gonna happen. Yeah, she's just playing um, by ear. She's just having a good time. She's she's uh, she's gonna get that uh, that Luke Perry, and uh, we'll worry about her father when if he yeah gets if out of he jail. gets out of jail. I mean, listen, he committed a white people crime, like a uh-huh. rich ass white people crime. So he's he's not even really in jail. If we're being fair, yeah, yeah. like he'll get out in a few. I don't know. Two years at the absolute latest because uh, he has money and rich people are allowed to commit crimes. Exactly. Um, Archie and Valerie practice a song uh, in the conspicuously large school lounge uh, when Veronica arrives and is rightfully like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, like, on dog, here? what's Archie? up? We, I thought we were doing a thing together. And um, yeah. so I'm not quite sure, like, what... Because I feel like I need to put a metric on Archie, right? Like... I introduced a metric later in this episode, and I'm still kicking one around for specifically Archie. Like, is there uh-huh. a metric f- that we can use to keep track of, like, how blockheaded Archie is? Like, his blockheadedness? How? On a, on a scale from a worn-down die to a, a, a Minecraft character? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. From a from a from a circle from the yellow devil in Mega Man to Steve from Minecraft. How much of a blockhead is Archie? How much of a voxel is is Archie? He's got a solid. Oh, what what's that game right now that all the kids are playing? He's a solid Roblox. Like, I, know I don't know is. either. I actually did a Google search for this bit. Uh, <laughs> But um, they they sort of have like rounded square heads, so their edges aren't like sharp uh, ninety degrees, but they do have decidedly blocked heads. Yes. Like, yes. 
He's um, he's a he's a dipshit in this episode is in this scene. He's like, God. oh well, if you like, want, I can just like Veronica. If you're upset, I can just give you the part back if you want. And Veronica, reasonably so, is like, no, fuck you, dude. Like, I don't want yeah. your pity song. Eat my dick. Bye. <laughs> and then she heads off. <laughs> like, I just this seems oh, so geez. uncomfortable. Like, did anything about this scene strike you as particularly uncomfortable? Uh, it, it just yeah. Like Archie, what are you doing? This is—I think this is probably the worst it's been so 100%, far. hundred percent. I agree, agree, agree. He just uh, Veronica calls him a ginger genius. <laughs> I loved. I'm sorry, that must have been loud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, ginger he, Judas. <laughs> so oh, choice. Um, um, Veronica yeah. gets five burn points. You get BP anytime you have a sick burn. For the record, Cheryl is in the lead on BP. I assume Veronica's like right Veronica's pretty her. close, but Cheryl has some nasty, nasty burns. <laughs> it's it's that. Oh my hair. god, she's so. Oh, um, that's something I want to talk about later on. The the color theory okay. of this show. Um, we'll, we'll talk about okay. that next okay. episode probably because that's when it starts to really get into it. But um, <clears throat> so what happens next? But yes. So uh, Veronica says that uh, aside from Archie's zero integrity, Fred and Winnie are making oh, out. Right. Um, and that. Uh, and Val, like, this entire time, like, Val was just kind of sitting there looking very Just concerned. chilling, like, I wish I wasn't here. <laughs> yeah, this is super awkward, but I can't just leave. Um, Archie tries to protect their parents, saying that his, my parents are separated, and that Hiram is, and, you know, incarcerated, In which does not get him any brownie points, no. uh, with, with Veronica. Um, it's definitely that sort of nebulous gray area where it's like, yeah. I didn't sign up to, like, for a long-distance relationship or an incarceration relationship. So, like, I can sort of see where Hermione's at, but also at the same time, like, m maybe a heads-up would be kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Veronica just kind of storms off after Archie offers her the the part back, which doesn't really give him any points with Archibald. Val, but we don't really see any fallout from that. Um, uh, but Veronica goes to Josie saying that she's their new pussycat, to which uh, we see them power walk through the school uh, wearing their, their pussycat ears. Their cute little ears. And cute little ears. Uh, as I mentioned last time, this episode has a note that is just Veronica with like three little hearts. <laughs> After it. I see my note has just it's like a cheering section for Val where it's like the Bill Nye song where it's like Bill Bill but for Val <laughs> uh, that's nice. that's like three nice lines point. of my notes um, uh, but yeah Betty and Juggy, Juggy and uh, Betty are... finally arrive at the Milford Academy for boys um, <laughs> and they go to find uh, Pauline or Polly I don't know whatever her extended name is I'm still workshopping uh Polly. They, they, they go to find Polly in the Garden of Deliverance. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if I have ever heard a, a Dark Souls level. Oh, dude, for sure. In, like fucking like, flower that, monsters that, that shoot like Foson laser beams. 100% yeah. the Garden of Deliverance is where you go to fight a dog. Yeah. Um, we finally get to see Polly. She's absolutely real and not only is Told she you. real she's preggers. she's got a big old baby in her tum tum because that's where babies she's grow she's got that she's got that sickness inside oh, yeah her. which only makes dad's statement before it's like jason made her sick he put that sickness inside of her it's like dad jesus christ that's a person chill out <laughs> how um, how i need you to calm how down please how please you 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 have a lot of BDP, and um, we're gonna we're gonna deal with that later. Hal, uh, <laughs> is that bad? Daddy <laughs> yes, it's bad daddy points. Uh, bad dad points. Hi, um, um, but yeah, the sanctum's so, terrifying. Uh, they have a heart to heart discussion where mm -hmm. uh, it they reveal that. Uh, Jason Blossom and Polly were going to run away together. They were going to try yes. and go to 
uh, car that they had left hidden by the old farm on the lost highway and they were going to run away together mm-hmm. uh, with the baby and it was going to be great and they were going to be in love together and she's just so upset that Jason hasn't hasn't visited but he has to know she's here right and then Veronica not Veronica Betrissa has to drop the unfortunate bomb on her that uh, Jason is dead zo yeah totally he is She's Kaputs. devastated, Sorry. Polly. Is devastated. And then, Absolutely. like, the mother superior, I assume. <laughs> Nurse Ratchet. Nurse Ratchet. Just, like, teleports next to them and is like, you need to come with me, young lady. Which is, like, I can understand on account of she made Polly, like, break out into hysterics. But... Mm-hmm. Still not still not great That's- because uh, she gets put in, like, a interrogation room in like a in like a prison or a a police station and then worst mom shows up she does she does show up um uh yeah they they and this whole scene like every scene with polly um you kind of see that maybe maybe she does need a little uh Institutional. I mean, she needs medication. hundred like, percent. She needs some sort of mood leveler. Yeah, she's she's like yeah. She's she's super intense. Yeah, um, she swings like pendulum. Like she's nuts. Yeah. I mean, that's not a nice thing to say, but she does need medical help. Would be the easiest way to describe it. Um. um so uh, we jump over to the Pussycats uh, practice where Veronica is super distracted uh, and her and Josie uh, get into an argument but then like immediately make up. It's about dads um, more we... or less like how her dad is coming and she's doing a cover to appease her dad and then Veronica's like man I don't even get to see my dad. He's been in prison for three whole months which three months is not a crazy long time to start having an affair right? Uh yeah. That, um... Like she hasn't even been in town I'm for a, three months. Like they've been here for two at the I mean, most. I, I, but but Fred is kind of her old high school boyfriend. It's an kind old of flame. Thing. Yeah, an old flame kind of thing. Like Fred really wants it. Like he's real. Right. He's all about but, like, it. Like my question is, um, if Hiram was here, like would that have stopped her? Because that's a very short window of time. I, I want to give her the benefit it of the depends. doubt, but that's a very short window of time. We we, we don't really know what their oh, relationship is outside of Hiram. Yeah, being how many bad dad points like, does Hiram have? Is the question. Well, right, he is but that in doesn't jail. mean you're a bad so dad. It just means that you're a criminal. Like, I don't dock True. many points uh, on the GMP scale for criminal behavior. I mean. That only cost uh, Mayor McCoy like five points for taking a thousand dollar, hundred thousand dollar bribe. We jump over to Val and Archie's practice, where some riffs Archie does throws Val off, and they start talking about like what's wrong, how Val's super stressed about the whole Pussycats thing. Yeah, she's taking a big risk, um, and she just wants yeah. to make sure that this is the right decision. <laughs> Um, Betty tries to get a call to Jughead, uh, when Alice shows up. Oh, damn, up. there was a lot in between these two notes that I had, which, which is a running theme of this podcast. <laughs> There's just a couple of uh, short bits, don't worry about it. Uh, Alice drags Betty and Jughead out, but they're confronted by Polly as they try to leave. Um, Polly freaks the fuck out. Reasonably um, so. She loses it. Uh, she gets dragged off by the disorderlies. The um, disorderlies. Jughead tries to, like, get to Polly and Betty to, like, I don't know, help them with the disorderlies, but one of them just straight up prevents him from running, and, like, while Polly's yeah. being dragged away, awful mom is like, I, I, it's, the, it's for the best, I did it for you, it's what's best for you. It's like, okay, here's a hundred, uh, negative... Good mom points, Mrs. Cooper. You earned those. You're you're you you're real deficit. You're here. a real bad mom. You have over doubled what <laughs> your previous bad moms what your previous good mom points are. You went real down. Your your quarterly review is not going to look yeah, good. Yeah, like we're going to take this to your supervisor and we are going to have to have a disciplinary hearing about your behavior. Yeah. Uh Betty promises Polly that she's going to get her out of there and then we move to a 
dinner party at the lodge household. Uh, uh, such an awkward where, uh, scene. Yeah. Where Fred is trying to make small talk with Miles. Um, Josie's dad. Who is a, a, a jazz musician. They straight up, I think, referred to him as a jazz man. Like, yes. either he did it or, like... Josie did it, or Mary McCoy did it, but someone called this man a jazz man, which was I was immediately just like, "Up, oh, this guy's a dickhead." <laughs> like yep. I know he it. is the ultimate like pretentious jazz musician. He is exactly what I hate about most music people. Like he's just like the prof- the <laughs> professor from from the previous episode, where it's like, "Yeah, I'm a musical elitist. Oh, all top 40s garbage." It's like just eat a bag of dicks already um and he is actually the man who made me introduce bdp uh he gets 10 bad dad points in this scene by being a bad dad yes um i'm also surprised to hear that valerie uh was placed by veronica and the pussycat saying that she was the real deal and gave her act some integrity fuck you dude that's that's five bad dad points right there uh, Archie somehow doesn't know that Josie is short for Josephine? Yeah, um, like, did you think her name was just Josie, dog? Yeah, I mean, your name's Archibald, bro. So, like, uh, those, those on. corners on that Roblox head, uh, they get a little bit sharper for Archie this season. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a little bit. Um, we learned that Josie is named after Josephine Baker. Um, who I bet you don't even know who that is. It's like, oh, cool, uh, dude. You're... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Here's here's three more bad dad points for being a dick. Yep. Um, back at home, uh, Polly confronts her parents about... Polly. Uh, Betty confronts her parents about Polly and Jason. You can see, they're like, Betty and Polly just kind of fused into one person in my yeah, head. You, and now it's, I'm trying to rip them you're apart. You're having so. as hard of a time dissociating them as your fictional... Betty Polly uh, dissociative identity disorder version has differentiating between themselves. Maybe I'm really Polly. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. Maybe you are Polly, uh, but um, this scene is... This scene's real bad, y'all. Yeah. Uh, Betty basically accuses her father's blood feud with the, the Blossoms and hatred of Jason uh, as being a motive... For uh, him to murder. Uh, and then Alice starts uh, crying. That we quickly learn is actually laughing. Kat caught it immediately. She, she was watching it with me yesterday. She was like, she was like is that bitch laughing? <laughs> um, oh my god. Um, and she, yeah, like, she's basically like, you really think your dad is going to murder yeah, somebody? She, this wimp? She basically, uh, like... I was gonna. I was gonna say circumcises. What's the castrates? She literally castrates her husband in front of her daughter, and is yeah. like, "This dude's a total pushover. He's a weenie." Um, just like, here's the breakdown in this scene. Uh, so, uh, Betty's dad has 47 BDP. That's important. Uh, mostly for you know potentially murdering jason blossom and just kind of being an awful dad um he, he broke into the keller's house and stole their and all the evidence yeah like he's that's a as far as the crime goes that one gets you a lot of not so good points um but sheriff keller just because we did mention the kellers i just want you to know he has 50 he has negative 52 bdp so he is oh, he nice. is actually doing quite well for himself and uh in this scene alone this brings uh Mrs. Cooper, up to negative 162 GMP, because she straight up ridicules her daughter, emasculates her husband, and then insults both of them. Like, cool, mom. Keep at it. Good, good job. Cool, you. Oh, I wish that you were sterile. <laughs> God damn. Um, I just. Oh my God. Betty, uh. Basically tells her mom to stop saying Polly's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's ableist, mom. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hal asked if she believed uh, what Polly said, uh, that Polly is depressed and delusional, um, and that Polly's dream of running off with Jason and their baby is just pure fantasy. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, Betty says... Uh, 
no, Alice says that Betty doesn't have to believe her because they're her parents, and that that's that, it. Yeah. That's that. No like, backup. It's like uh, actually, uh, parents can lie, and mom and dad. Remember three episodes ago where you were like, "We'll never lie to you again, sweetie," and then lied to me five minutes later. I don't fucking believe anything that you will ever say again. Yeah, they're they're just awful human beings. Uh, jumping over to not quite as bad people, uh, Fred finishes his presentation to Mayor McCoy, stating it would be a boon to the local economy if he got the um, the construction yeah, uh, job. Yeah, he's given his pitch. Uh, yes. Uh, Mayor McCoy says she would like to uh, award Fred the contract, but the bid is already uh, in motion and require two shareholder signatures to change. Um, Which, for those of you not following at home means that uh, dear sweet Hermione, who is the bidder, not the bidder, she is the purchaser of the lot, uh, she is going to need to find a way to halt this so she can give it to her boyfriend. Yes. Um, so then we jump over to uh, Veronica and Josie talking about their current troubles. Um, Josie's dad is a prick, and Veronica's mom's dad situation is stressful, is the, <laughs> it's the gist of it. point of the scene. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's, they've got some rough shit going on with their folks, but uh, then we get to see uh, Archie being more worried about uh, bombing at the Variety Show and his dad approving of him, but uh, Fred just wants him to follow his dream and commit himself. Um, Hermione then asks Veronica later to sign a motion to move the construction contract from and to Andrew's construction since Hiram made Veronica a shareholder during yeah, his just arrest. Before, um, um, which Veronica is like. And here I was about to tell you it was okay to smooch Fred Andrews, but now you straight up just want to give him business? Like, nah. Nah, 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 one of them is good when you're positive, and one of them is good when you're negative. <laughs> I am creating an incredibly complicated spreadsheet because economics. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so Hermione decides to just forge her yes, daughter's signature. Straight the, up uh, commit forgery, just right there. Uh, yep. What are you gonna do? Yep. So uh, then Archie tells Val that. Uh, she should just go and sing with the Pussycats, because uh, this is at the, yeah. the Variety Show, yeah. by the way. Um, I kind of forgot to put some of my scene traditions in here. Um, Archie tells Val that she should just go and sing with the Pussycats, and that he was born alone, he'll die alone, and he'll sing alone. What the fuck, Archie? That's pretty nihilistic, dog. Like... Like... What? Yeah, it's, it's fucking alien, but... At the same time, like, I kind of do get it, because, like, it's nihilism, but not in, like, the, the douchey way that a lot of people consider nihilism. It's like, life's great, and I'm gonna do a bunch of stuff alone, including some terrible stuff, so I might as well do this alone. Which, I like that optimistic nihilism. Like, nihilism doesn't have to be negative, it can be very optimistic about enjoying your life. But, uh, and I feel like maybe, maybe he is... Just a little bit, a little bit of a nihilist blockhead. Um, then we cut to a scene in Betty's room where Jughead does his best impression of Sam from Closer Explains it's It All. Sam, I, I, I wrote down in my notes like, like <laughs> Clarissa comes up the ladder, and then I was like, no, but Clarissa doesn't use the ladder. It's the, it's the guy who wants to smooch Clarissa who does the ladder. His name was Sam. Thank you for reminding Sam. me. Hi, Sam. And then they played the guitar riff. Um, I don't know what the guitar riff was. I think it was just like a chord. Uh, anyway, uh, how did first of all, how did Jughead just did he just carry that ladder all here? The way. Has that always been? Yeah, there? like, like and that? how the fuck do her like helicopter parents like not yeah. see this giant ladder in the middle of the day sticking out of the side of their house? Uh, Jughead calls her Juliet and then asks if Alice is still around and whether or not Betty has gone full yellow wallpaper on her yet. Uh, you've never read uh, or seen The Yellow Wallpaper? Okay, so, real quick. Yellow Wallpaper is a story from, like, the 1800s about uh, a woman who's having hysteria, like, in the classical sense. So she's being locked into a room that has yellow wallpaper, like, yellow leaf, 
wallpaper. And basically just, she goes crazy because her husband is a terrible person and doesn't let her go out and do things. Oh, so, like, we're talking about, like, hysteria in the classical sense where, like, a doctor could prescribe uh, their yes. dick to a woman to cure their hysteria because they just need sex. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Cool! Yeah. That's a terrible-sounding short story about a terrible incident. It's it's basically yeah it's basically about how terrible uh, men were back in the day. Back in um, the day. Oh, still. I mean. Uh, I mean, yeah. A doctor can't prescribe you a, a fucking hot meat injection anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Moving, Moving on. forward, uh, please. Uh, Betty's worried that not only are her parents crazy, maybe Polly is too, and maybe she is as well. Uh, Jughead reassures her that we're all crazy and that uh, they are not their parents, which is. Uh, as much for Betty as it is for him, as we learn in, a, in an episode. Yeah. Um, and then uh, they, the, you know, they start some, uh, they start smooching. They give a little bit of a little bit of a smooch together, to which. Um, and uh, we we learn that Jughead isn't asexual in the yeah, series. He, he he ain't aces, y'all. But um, well, funny enough, um, I, I was going to talk about this more in the next episode, but uh. Sprouse did an AMA on Twitter. Uh, for those of you not uh-huh. even know, that's an Ask Me Anything on Twitter where people can just write in questions and uh, he responds to what ones he chooses to. And uh, there was a lot about uh, Jughead's sexuality being asked. Apparently mm-hmm. it's a question he gets asked a lot because Jughead is pretty, like, which is something that I never really knew because I never really read Archie comics, but my, my super duper comics aficionado friend uh, and my super duper uh, asexual friend, uh, two different people, they both told me that he's kind of like a, a cultural touchstone for asexuality. Um, and it turns out Cole, yeah, Cole Sprouse, I believe, not Dylan Sprouse, he's Cole yes. Sprouse. Um, he is super pro Jughead being asexual to promote uh, visibility and like mm-hmm. presence of asexuality in pop culture. Um, and how apparently the writing team and the like the showrunners have had a lot of discussions about where to take Jughead in a romantic standpoint um, and mm-hmm. how the door might not be fully shut on that possibility quite yet and how they're just sort yeah, of feeling can, it out. Yeah, I can definitely see him kind of saying, hey, you know what, maybe, maybe this isn't for me. Maybe I was just kind of doing this to see if this was what I should be doing. And it just doesn't feel quite right. Oh, I've, I've known a lot of people who have done that and tried that. Like gay people who have tried to date women before they're like, or men who before mm-hmm. they're like, nah, yeah. not for me. Or asexual people who have tried smooching before they're like, nah, not for me. Like it's totally normal. It's 100%, hmm. 100% normal to do that. And it's also 100% normal to not need to do that. Like, there's no wrong you know answer. What? I just realized what? that, like, there's two major, like, asexual, male mace, ma- male asexual characters right now that, that immediately jumped to mind for me. And that's Jughead and Todd from Bojack Horseman. Todd's asexual? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, I... Well, he, he doesn't know. Like, he doesn't think he's anything. Oh, okay. Really. Uh, yeah, I've only watched, and... like, halfway through season three of BoJack. Like, I think the last one I saw was the Underwater episode, which was pretty good. Okay. Uh, I think it's, like, towards the end of that season, actually. Oh, cool. So, spoiler. Oh, whatever. It's, um, it's but fine. They both wear beanies, like, nonstop. <laughs> beanies make you asexual. Just... It's, yeah, it's like... Just like you can like contract the... gay. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um... But yes, but uh, as they finish their smooching, uh, Betty suddenly remembers the car that uh, Polly and Jason had stashed. Which kind of leaves um, Jughead out in the cold, because he's like, really? We're having a moment, and that's what you're thinking about? <laughs> um, so they, they go to investigate and confirm its actual existence, because if it's there, it means that Polly wasn't lying, and that her and Jason really were trying to escape. Um, Kevin... At the Variety Show, in his most dapper of suits. Very cute suit. Uh, is, starts introducing uh, artists uh, and and the acts for the Variety Show. Um, we see Valerie rejoin the Pussycats with a little coercion, along with another okay. blatant cover girl. If you skipped over that cover girl, I would have dragged you back oh. to it, because... 
like oh oh don't think so, i miss franchot sir so obvious like lashalizer or whatever the hell it was it was oh so lashy oh so lashy by cover girl now listen uh yes. cover girl all i'm gonna say is if you want to toss us some of that riverdale bucks uh, I yeah. love your products, so a hundred percent. I mean, I'm I'm looking to get into the to the eyeliner game, so I'm just saying I have some very lovely long eyelashes, much to do the uh, the chagrin of some of my lady friends. Oh, dude, I have this problem. Um, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> so, so if I get a little little, you know, yeah, like listen. I'd be happy going. to uh, try out your products and uh, tell people what I think. And if you give me money, I'll tell them that I really like it. <laughs> yeah, because totally. that's how that works, right? Um, so the the pussycats all make up, and there will be four pussycats. Right, performing. but can we can we uh, talk about one more thing in this scene though before before we move on to like the performance proper? Fucking Josie okay. says, "There's always room for one more kitty in my litter box." Ew! It's fucking nasty. I guess we know what Josie Josie's has into. a scat fetish, just like her dad. But it's a different kind. <laughs> These are the jokes, ladies and joins. These are the jokes. Um, uh, uh, I was gonna make a toxoplasmosis joke, but that that goes really out of the water. <laughs> oh my fucking god. Okay. Oh, man. Oh, so, oh, my God. So they go and they do their performance, I believe, is the next scene. They they do a performance, uh, a cover of Miss Donna Summer's it's a I good Feel cover. Love. It's a very good cover. Um, they're in their classic, they have the classic Josie and the Pussycats logo mm -hmm. behind them. And they're wearing the leotards and everything. Uh, and the, the leotards and everything like that. This is the part where I write Veronica with three little hearts. Oh, so here is um, something that I found super duper interesting about this scene. Um, I'm not sure if you noticed it, because I didn't notice it. Kat pointed it out for me. Um, in Veronica's outfit, her pearls, uh -huh. she's not wearing them around her neck. She's still wearing the pearl necklace, but it's around the headband that's holding, that like the cat ears are on. So she incorporates oh, wow. the pearls yeah, into the outfit, which I think is the neatest thing. The pearls, we actually started playing Pearl Watch uh, in the next episode because, like, the status of her pearls is a very big indication of, like, Veronica's state of mind, I've learned. Um, and it's really, really cool. Um, but, yeah, they're totally in her cat ears. So how many pearl points I have not instituted another metric, but if I had to guess how many pearls are on that necklace, probably 25. She has 25 pearl points. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I absolutely love Veronica's Super outfit cute. in this. Oh my god, all the outfits oh, are adorable. Oh, oh my god, I am absolutely in love with Camilla Mendez, who plays Camilla. Veronica. That's such a nice oh name. You never really, that's that's oh, a lovely yes. name. Shucks. Um, anyway, um, we uh, as they perform their song, um, we get to see Jughead and Betty discovering the uh, the car yeah, under like, a tarp. To the um, song, bear in mind, to like a very poppy yes. version of a disco song, which is. Yeah. kind of cool, but it's also very, like, conflicting, which I kind of liked. Yeah. Um, in the trunk, they find Jason's varsity jacket, confirming that it is, in fact, their car, along with a brick of a, a, drugs. A brick of that dank kush. It's, it's like, it's either kush, or it's friggin', like, some, some harsh yeah, heroin. Like, I think that it was weed, just on account of, like, the texture on it, but, like, yeah. We didn't really get too, too good of a look, and I didn't feel like rewinding and pausing, but... Yes, it was sort of a, a dark green-brown, so it, it's they, probably weed. They got a lot of weed in oh. there, man, like... Damn! Yeah. The point is, Jason got, got a lot, lot of drugs, um, dog! Uh, they start taking some pictures, um, as a we get a POV of an unseen bum, watcher bum, watching bum. them uh, uh, rifle the through car. The, uh, the car before uh, going to Sheriff Keller to bring them. It's like, hey, here it is. Uh, we get to see uh, Miles McCoy back at the uh, variety show be an asshole and leave. During That's 10 BDP, sir. Which, I'm sorry, which, 20. Uh, just kind of throws her off, or almost throws her off. She looks very concerned for like the rest of the scene. Um, Poor girl. Yeah, she looks like she's about to cry. Uh, then Kevin... That's gotta suck. Yeah. Kevin outros the, the Pussycats uh, with the classic uh, that was Josie and the Pussycats. 
long tails and ears for hats. Ah, so good, Kevin. And he, he just like, oh, he, he does like a little thing too with his body. Kevin, you're just so cute. Yes. Kevin, I just want to put you in my pocket. Yes, but he works that classic uh, song lyric into the into their, their extra outro. Um, and then uh, he brings Archie onto the stage next. Um, Archie and Veronica make up, and uh, Veronica offers to support him on stage, but Archie decides to go it alone, once again, providing... Uh, Archie is a cheerful, nihilist Yeah, blockhead. like... I, here's the thing. I think he made the right move there because could you imagine how fucking angry Valerie would have been or, like, how hurt out Valerie would have been if he was like, yeah, sure, come uh-huh. on stage with me. So, like, the blockheads, he's going to go off of Roblox and back to another joke that I'll have ready next time. <laughs> okay. He, he, he loses the uh, edge. Yes. He, he, he rounds he out. He does his sad boy song, um, which is, it's very nice. I mean, uh, don't get me wrong. It's a very nice song. Mm-hmm. He, if if that is the same boy singing, he has a very lovely sing voice. Um, uh, real quick before uh, he finishes his sad boy song, uh, Veronica does suggest that if he feels nervous, he should look for somebody who makes oh. him feel safe, which uh, I kind of thought he was going to be looking at Veronica, but that was maybe just me because Veronica makes me feel <laughs> safe. Um <laughs> Uh, but he does look at his dad, who's like, yeah, Which you go, son. gives him, um, uh, he passively loses some bad dad points, just because that shows that he is a good dad to Archie, because Archie is, belie- like, he believes in him. He His dad makes him feel safe, which kind of, by virtue, uh, makes him a better dad. Yes. Uh, Archie hallucinates the werewolf jocks again. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> Like, seriously, Archie, are you scared of yeah. werewolves? Are you scared of your, your inner you sc- beast that comes out every full moon? Are you scared of werewolves, or are you scared of people wearing masks? <laughs> like, like, oh, are you that, that Hufflepuff girl who's afraid of ghosts and p- sheets with holes in them and just bed sheets? Like, how far does your fear of this wolf mask go? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um... But yes, uh, Archie plays his sad boy song called I'll Try. I'd listen to it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, And then after the the sad boy song and applause, um, I like how we just always refer to Archie's music as just sad boy music and sad boy songs. It's S-A-D-B-O-I, sad boy. 100%. (laughs) Uh, But uh, after the variety show, Archie and Val hook up. Archie is just the Um, horniest boy. He is. I mean, he got over real Grundy quick. real and like, quick. Even when he was involved with Grundy, he was like looking at Veronica the first time she showed up. And now he's like, eh, fuck Veronica, fuck Betty. I'm going to smooch Val, which don't get me wrong. I'm pro Val Archie. 100%, 100%, 100%, mm-hmm. 100%. But like, damn, son. Like, put your penis away. Uh, Veronica then learns that uh, Andrew's Construction was awarded the contract knowing uh, and knowing her mom she realizes her mom did yeah, something she shady. committed a felony um, <laughs> yes and like while um, she hugs fred because fred's just so happy and also so oblivious like over his shoulder she shoots her daughter like the nastiest little smug look like it's like okay <laughs> how about a minus five gmp for you uh mom Ooh. Ooh, Ooh, nah, not, dog. Good. not so great I can't not want to say her name like Hagrid. Hermione. That's I guess that's how Hagrid talks. <laughs> he talks like a dwarf in a bad um, fantasy world. Uh, we then cut to another Jughead log as uh, Jughead relates that fear is always there. Um, we see Mayor McCoy consoling Josie in the uh, bathroom because she's just a wreck after her father was an asshole to her. Um, and then we see Sheriff Keller arriving uh, at Jason's car too late. Um, it is fully ablaze from the mysterious person who is watching them. In a very um, bad CGI fire. Yeah, it's not yeah, great. It's not great. Um, and we see Betty and Jughead uh, racing through the halls of the Sisters of Quiet Mercy. How did, um, how did they break in is my question. Like, who buzzed them in? Because you have to get buzzed in through like three doors to get into facilities like that i i i don't know it's well, we'll we yeah, just, just, just roll don't, with it. don't roll worry with it. about roll it. With it yeah um and they find that polly has escaped 
through the window. And if you look, there is some blood on the uh, top left from our perspective of the window. Yeah. Yeah, she's, she's, she's cut herself Which when we up. learn where Polly oh. cut herself, it's like, how the fuck did you get your leg up there, Polly? <laughs> like, it's up there! Uh, with the closing uh, Jughead log, uh, Jughead relates that Polly is now alone, unmoored, and what would she do next? Bum-bum-bum. Yeah, so that is a faster pussycat kill kill. Uh, it's a good episode. Yes, it's it's not it's nothing. Yeah, it was all right. Nothing to write home except for the the absolutely lovely Valerie Archie kiss, which I am very in support of. Um, yes, um, I, I I really like the the actual um, variety show bit. I'm always a sucker for them working in those classic lines into their oh, yeah, uh, the little fanboy dialogue, throwbacks and moments and stuff. I agree. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Um, yeah. I don't get much of it in this, but that is one that I did get because I watched the heck out of the Josie and the Pussycats cartoon as a young man. Uh, when well, Actually, as a child. Yes. Let's not mince words here. Uh, when it would air on the Cartoon Network late at night. Yeah. When they played all those mm-hmm. old Hanna-Barbera Right after cartoons. the Flintstones. But um, I liked it. I thought it was good. Um, it's, it's disheartening mm-hmm. to be introduced to another terrible parent. <laughs> They're all so bad. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, oh, yeah. it doesn't Hopefully show up too he, much. Uh, much like the music teacher uh, disappears forever, because fuck you, dude. Uh, uh, this is like you said, though. This is the uh, the start of the Archie Val. Yeah, I'm interested to see where it goes. It doesn't feature in the next episode, but um, uh, not not so much. But yeah, uh, I'm sure it'll go That's some what places. I'm for. Um. And we also get the start of the Betty Jughead situation. Just completely, which is, uh, completely new territory. Like we have no idea where yes. this is going to end up. And and I, as always, I find it to be the most uh, interesting part of the show is like this overarching mystery. Overarching. Yeah, I I heard it too. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> but um. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. Okay. But yeah. No. Uh, Have so, we received uh, any uh, emails or tweets? Nothing yet. Uh, we have gotten a couple people saying that they they're looking forward to the show. They're, oh, they're, good. They're liking it so far. We've only this is after good, the good, first good. episode has launched. Um, we're we're working on it. Uh, I know we've got some people. Praising your uh, oh, editing, I feel like I didn't even do sir. that good of a job. Um, uh, it's gonna get better with every episode, but by the time you've gotten this far, I mean you're pretty much in for the ride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no getting out now. You're you're locked in that cell in the quiet mercy. Oh, we're just man. playing this on loop. Oh man, I want to talk about afterlife with Archie because there's a there's a psychiatric place in there and music kind of plays into it, and it involves Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but that is for a different episode, but oh my god, it's really good. If you haven't read Afterlife with Archie, go read Afterlife with Archie. Yeah. Uh, it's very enjoyable. Yeah, we're... we're, we're I, I th- like, if we haven't already said it before, we're, we're definitely going to be doing some stuff with the Archie comics, yeah. especially the newer stuff. 100%. Uh, especially once we get to, like, the, the season yeah, we're gonna need break. Some, like, yeah, we'll probably release less ends. episodes. We'll probably go to, like, an every other week format just because there's only 10 issues of afterlife with archie so far and unless we want to like really do some deep dives into like the classic archie like hijinks we might we we might we might because i know there's afterlife with archie there's the chilling adventures of sabrina i know i know that betty and veronica Uh, have their own uh side story now which i'm interested in because the cover art looks very nice so i'm a sucker for good cover art um so speaking of our twitter and uh, our email address if you want to if you want to reach us mm -hmm. our email address is uh, mapleandblood at gmail.com that's all spelled out no spaces no underscores no dots not that gmail particularly cares about dots um our twitter is at Maple and Blood. That's Maple and Blood, all spelled out. No underscores, no dots or anything like that. 
you can also leave comments on our website, uh, mapleandblood.wordpress.com, uh, or I think you can also leave comments on the Podbean site, which is mapleandblood.podbean.com. Well, I know, I know what you can do. You can give us a review on iTunes. You can totally uh, do that. You can totally do that. Yeah. And uh, that would be much appreciated. Um, so, I suppose that about wraps it up. I've, I've said everything I have to say about Faster Pussycat Kill Kill. Uh, so have I. So I think uh, we'll, we'll go ahead and clo- close this chapter. And we'll move on to, the book. to chapter 7. What's it called? In a Lonely Place. Uh, okay, sure, okay. Yeah. It's not as it's not as good. It's, it's not as evocative as Heart of Darkness, or or fucking this or one. A, but yeah, a touch of evil. A touch of evil, so yeah. good. Um, okay, so then for Maple uh, Syrup Blood Money, I have been Kyle Cardi, and I have been Noah Harden. Thank you for listening. Thank you. 